Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! What's happening, gamers? I'm Slide Whistle. Greetings, gamers. I am Immunization. I am Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag, and I just need to get this off my chest right at the start before angry emails come in. There uh -oh. have been changes to the official Nippler listing. Oh boy. Okay. Should we just dive right into that right off the bat here? Yes. I'll just I'll pull the band-aid off real quick. Upon looking through all of the fights, it has been determined that Burning Crusade kill Jaden, you can go 360 degrees and see his back, making him a Nippler light. He is not official anymore. It is also to be said that Aquaseer, the first boss of Shrine of Storms, I thought he looked different than what he actually was. He is not a Nippler, nor is the first boss of Serpent Shrine Caverns, Hydrosis the Unstable. Both of them are what I would consider water elemental, quote, fighting ghosts, and thus are not <laughs> Nipplers. I am so sorry I failed you all. I thought I thought I had done my due diligence, but uh, I was wrong. Are we going to have to make a fighting ghosts category now? <laughs> Don't do that. The sheer amount of fighting ghosts in Burning Crusade will murder me. There's too many. And then if you count the like Shahs and Elementals and Mop, there's so, so ah. many. <laughs> you know what? Science is fluid. Research is always changing. We'll gladly make updates to this Nippler list to make sure it is the most nipply it could possibly be. Make sure it's up to Nip. Nip Tuck. Anyone seen that TV show? I remember they no. used, uh, I think it's called Shining Lights by Kanye West. And I was like, this is really cool. I like this. But then I heard that Kanye was actually on it. And I was like, I don't care much for the rap parts. Is Nip Tuck just like a Grey's Anatomy, but like more edgier? Uh, it was, they were never performing actual like procedures. They were just sexy oh, and they would do plastic surgery and then have sex with the hot ladies that they gave plastic surgery. Oh my god, that sounds horrible. People loved it. The guy had, had like three seasons on FX. We're sponsored by Nip Tuck, <laughs> as you can tell. Check out the new season coming soon <laughs> with 2021. Let's talk about what we did in Raid instead of Nip Tuck, because I think it's pertinent to my life. Yeah, so we're midway through our guild's Raid week, and... I would, I would say we had like our second ever wipe on Terra Grew and I was like, oh boy, this is a bad showing, especially since our group had a new Resto Druid joining us. And we're like, oh my God, we cannot impress them less than we are right now by wiping on our first pull of the night on Terra, Heroic Terra Grew. But well, we, we to, really pulled to it together. To be fair, to be fair, the whole weird thing was, and I don't know what it's called, but it's like still beating heart and like non-wiggly shins. The tanks need to get those to make the boss fightable. And neither of our tanks did. We had two DPS get it instead. So it was weird. Peop we ended up wiping because someone ran to Lin and he was like, I don't have non-wiggly shins. And then that blew them both up. It's so funny that they both didn't have it. It's funny. Like, whenever I see it, I grab it immediately because it's not necessarily always a DPS increase, but it is. Because if somebody runs over me and fears me, bitch, I lost so much DPS running away like an idiot. And the people who like to get feared in that fight really like to get feared in that fight. You can depend on them to always be running away. That's fine. It just, of course, it had to be, like Immune said, it had to be the first fight that the new healer that I recruited sees. And I'm like, come, like come on. A terror grew wipe. That's my third ever heroic terror grew wipe. And like the first two were like the very first times we fought it. <laughs> it it very much gave me the energy of when we were selling runs for Mythic Jaina oh. and we would beep it. Like <laughs> we'd lose seven times in a row and be like, oh please, please. We ended up giving them half their money back. Like, don't tell anyone. <laughs> Keep it up the forums, man. <laughs> 
I still think about why we thought that we were a guild that could sell a mythic Jaina run. I mean, we got them their mounts, but like, it was it wasn't easy. <laughs> I mean, we did we did it. We sold like eight, seven. We okay, made to money. To be fair, the- th- once again, this is me throwing my hands up. That time, it I remember distinctly because that's when Cubbybub got her mount. The first thing of the night, we did it for like two people who hadn't gotten their mounts that were in the guild. And now it's with everyone's mains. We then decided to sell our alt run. And there were not a lot of people who kept their alts up to date at that time. Yeah, that is 100% why. Yeah, we probably should have done it the other way around, thinking about it in retrospect. But hey, you know... We were a new, newly formed guild that just had two, 2.5 mil stolen from us by crit, so we needed to make a little bit of coin. <laughs> Sometimes I close my eyes and I just, I see us on the boat and I see, see us just be like, I'm so sorry. This never happened. <laughs> and I was like wiping phase one even <laughs> on the boat. Gandolin screaming, somebody get the cannons, goddammit, I can't do all of myself. And I'm like, oh man, oh man. But yeah, good shit. Um, I also got a new tank for the other group recruited. And that's always a scary situation. Like, I can't imagine being a tank who just transferred realms and joins a new guild and all of a sudden is just like tanking for a whole yeah, new that's, team. That's off the such bat. an integral position. It's more than just being like, hey, new people. It's like you're keeping us alive, sir. If you fuck up, we're, we all know each other. We're all friends. We'll be mad at you. So praying praying for great success um so group two they cleared four bosses three bosses i believe three they had a little bit of trouble last night on remnant i'm sure they'll get it down immediately tonight they had like a one percent wipe on it um so yeah they'll they'll get that down tonight okay Uh, i'm just he has to find his groove he's got to find a team to mesh with you know it's it's hard we cleared five we cleared soul render our prog boss with the guild yeah. which is great yeah that and we were very flawless in that last it was run. the smoothest butteriest run of soul render ever and i'm like i know you guys on a personal level how did not like two or three of you guys fuck this up seriously though it's because it was the proverbial uno mas it was like we have like three minutes until our raid night ends let's do uno mas and then normally that means one of two things either we have a flawless run and defeat it like our prog boss for the very first time like we did last night or we wipe a minute and a half in like disgustingly to like mechanics that have never killed us before so you guys are lucky that i said i said and i quote oh so that means we're gonna die one minute in like we always do (laughs) that's exactly what i said when we said oodle boss but oh my god i'm still thinking about how i personally wiped us on remnant of nerzul and the the sheer fear <laughs> in your voice, because you are supposed to be, I mean, I believe it is well known that you are the best healer in the guild. To, so to see you goof on a mechanic once, I thought someone was in your house with a gun. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was, I, I, I assured him, I said, listen, this is good. You're allowed to make mistakes. You can fuck up. And now. The other healers are jazz. They're like, we're going to come for his ass. He's vulnerable. We can beat him. We can take him out. Sometimes you need to stumble so that the peons can try harder. But yeah, I dispelled the incorrect person and blew off like two thirds of the raid, myself included. My favorite remnant wipe was Aaron. <laughs> it was you when you like turned around and be like, what's happening? Whoa! And you <laughs> went flying off the edge. I don't know what it is. It was just like it, it. I was big, so I knew it was me. But I'm so hardwired to like I just recently I've realized like, oh, when you're waiting in line, you can turn around and do DPS. So that thought came into my head milliseconds before. Like, wait a minute, you're big and have a cloud over you. You can't do this. And yeah, by the time I realized I was flying off and you were like, Growlina, no! It's it's such a good mechanic for a raid because it's like a car wreck. Like, you want to look so bad, but you have to fucking stare at that edge, stare into nothingness and the big fall you're going to take if you fuck up and just hope that your team saves you. <laughs> Yeah, I love hate that boss. We spent a lot of time on it, but it has iconic voice lines, and I just think it's fun. I just figured it out. I figured out Nurzul's secret, guys. He's literally like an 11-year-old girl at summer camp 
he's he's playing he's playing the the strip poker he's he's playing the trust fall he's doing all the like little like games you do at sleepovers you're uh you're you're weaving in of an 11 year old girl at summer camp playing strip poker I'm not saying it's a. I'm not saying I endorse it. I'm, it you, you tell me it doesn't happen. It definitely happens because I went to summer camp and let me tell you, it happened. I was never an 11 year old girl, so I don't know. I have seen a lot okay. of 80s films. They do enjoy doing that. The age was. He's a sleepover party animal. Come on. He was this close to doing stiff as a board, light as a feather. It's basically. <laughs> can you imagine him screaming that in his beautiful voice lines? I was going to try to do it, but my throat would hurt. There's no way. I am at Ooh, my brother's <laughs> home and the dogs are just chilling. I would not want to scream. And all of a sudden there'd be shouting into this microphone. I think it would really add to the experience, though. But like speaking of adding to the experience, we are going to be opening up tonight on our first poll with the guild on Painsmith. So I'm sure that'll be interesting. I'm real curious as to how we're going to do. OK, so when was the last time as a guild, as this group, we pulled Painsmith? Three weeks? Ooh, yeah, three weeks ago. I believe we have done Painsmith successfully twice. The first time, and then the full clear to get to Sylvanas the second time. I believe that is true. But, like, luckily for us, I think in some ways, heroic, like, soul render, the dance is harder than heroic painsmith. I think we can do it. I think we, like, yeah, as you guys said, we might just have to relearn painsmith as a guild just because it's been so long since we've seen it. I'm trying to think, what does heroic painsmith even add? So, it adds... Well, in addition to just like health and damage, it targets set players with these traps and they are placed on the ground after like you know, this X amount of seconds to place them in the spot. And then whenever somebody runs over them or any of the mechanics run over them, they explode to do raid wide damage. So basically you need to put them in a safe spot and then have somebody one by one pop them and then allow the healers to heal everyone up before they go off because they go off whenever the row of chains go over them or the spiked balls go over them or if one of us run over them. That right, sounds so... deeply complicated. Yeah, I mean, like, it isn't that complicated. It's just like, so we've, I've done this fight before. I just forgot because I just dropped them in the right spot and I run away and they're taken care of. This is probably going to either be an all night pull where we continuously pull on Bainsmith and never get it or we get it at the very end because having people drop things in the right spot is one of the guild's biggest weak spot so we'll see i mean i think other than that i mean maybe that's a big ask i don't think it's that much different than normal well who do you, who do we assign to kill the traps because they're gonna die immediately to the balls that's always at every single time <laughs> i feel like yeah. it should be <laughs> I mean, and it's probably a I'll, range person. I'll do, do I'll stand up and I'll be proud in a couple hours when we do it. I feel like it should be someone like me because I have a lot of ways to dodge balls. I have a lot of way I'm ranged and have the ability to dodge the balls. Yeah, Dogs with jobs uses uh, they have a hunter uh, that runs with them. Who's who's done it before? And he's the one who normally handles it because hunter, you know, you can move and shoot really easy. Yeah. Whatever we got, I'll take it because <laughs> I want that boss down. <laughs> we'll see. I'm sure we'll update next week with a we didn't kill anything. <laughs> but we also got several emails this week and well, I will start. Well, actually, you know what? Because we were talking about raid. So I'm going to pull my time warp. You just got swerved on the audience. So did I. I've come to trick all of you. So we have been going through the Sanctum of Domination for weeks now, and you're well familiar with all of the people inside it. So on the count of three, I want you to name me as many bosses as you can remember from Mogushan Vaults. Oh, fuck you. Are you ready? No. Three, two, one. Go! Shah of Anger? Shah of Hatred? It's probably one of the Shah of Somethings, Isn't maybe? the shiny 
the shiny dragon in there. Elagon. Elagon the dragon. Is that in Mogushan Vault? Is this the one of the twin consorts? I don't know. I I ran I ran all I of them back to back. I honestly think you just won. I think I think that might be. No, I think that's in the uh in Li Shen's one. I all I can think of is Li Shen. Uh I can't think of anything in Mogushan Vault other than the the dragon. Um big 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 orc man. Garage. <laughs> um, head Mogu Great Kicks. I'm. Uh, I don't. I can't tell the Pandaria raids apart. <laughs> well, here I was even thinking. Even thunder. That, <laughs> here I was thinking we were gonna get a stinker. Also, it's a dungeon, by the way. Um, I think. Oh wait, no, it's it's a raid. Never mind. I'm a. You I'm played the yourself. I've played myself. But you know who played well was Slide Whistle, who got the one correct answer with Elagon, the Astral Dragon. Because <laughs> it's a pretty mount. It Damn, is. Okay, I'll take a shot for this because <laughs> I don't know. In case literally anyone out there, like I guess a child who doesn't know what Pandaria is, uh, the bosses are Stone Guard, Fang the Accursed, Garajal the Spirit Binder, the Spirit Kings, Will of the Emperor, and Elagon. All right, he's pouring his shot. Figured we needed some liquid encouragement for these spicy emails that are coming up. Okay, he's got it. He's back. I'm back <laughs> with a shot of vodka that I put some lemon juice in. Ooh, yummy. Whew. Ah, okay. And now I'm going to pull up my time warp that I just won. These fools, in an unprecedented move, have 40 seconds to name as many bosses as they can from the Throne of Thunder. Are you ready? Yes. No. I'm going to have to. I can't do this. Ready. Set. Begin. G-Kun. Is this the one with the twin consorts? (laughs) Twin consorts. Um... Crustius, uh, Magolba. Is this the one with those like, triple snakes, like something Gara? Uh, Gara of the hidden of the village hidden in the sand. Um, what a pain! The actual thunder guy is right. Ah, fuck! I'm. Um, okay, wow. So, Twin Consorts is indeed in this one. So is Raden. This one, we're gonna have to replay the tape and look at it, because there were a lot of names thrown out at me, and I was too busy drinking my drink to remember. So I'll take a shot for this one. But how's that for a world first double time warp? So you say it's a world first, but I'm pretty sure we did a double time warp very, very early on. No, we didn't. Next. Well, we did a double time warp... But it was the same person twice. I I also think it was slide twice. Yeah, it was it was slide whistle twice. Yeah, that but see, little this is rascal. Different. Yeah, like you actually earned this one, so like this. Also, I really hope that my accounting is right because in classic me fashion, I didn't have a timer ready because it was a really in the moment thing. So I counted the forty in my head, and I really hope it lines up with the sound clip because I hate editing that sound clip. Wow, you were doing too much, and by too much, I mean not enough. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Okay, so let's go into these emails. Before we go into the emails, I have a quick Mark update. The Leap Lower Man. Did you know that he goes through his recycling very meticulously? He goes through his own recycling, or everyone's? His own. I saw him with with a bag he carried out of his house, and he was very slowly sorting between the trash and recycling bin out of this big bag. Not the kind of guy I thought would do that. Well, honestly, he... I didn't think anyone cared because, like, Chicago cares a lot about like the way you divide your trash and recyclables. Like, they're very specific and particular about the things that you are allowed to recycle. So, I'm, I'm first off, I'm surprised that Mark cares about recycling at all. Second off, I'm surprised that he like cares enough to divide it. Also, because also, like, immediately after last week's episode, the next day or something like that, he in his front door. Put, he put a giant Blue Lives Matter flag. I mean, he wants to keep these streets clean. Either the debris with his leaf blower or 
hard-working, innocent people with abuse of the police. What if, what if Mark's totally misconstrued? Because he literally said, like, fucking pigs to the cops, whatever. What if? Well, he thought blue lives matter meant like blue as in like the waters of our earth. And he's a huge recycler. <laughs> he is, <laughs> huge he recycler. is a huge fan. He said, do you know how much fucking trash we put in the ocean? Yeah, blue lives matter. All of the little fishies of the earth. He's like, okay, so I'm all for the ocean and the fish. I am a staunch stan of the blue man group. And I have Eiffel 65s. I'm blue on loop at all times. <laughs> this man stands by his blues. If if you look at his flag, if you really focus in, those aren't American stars. Those are 50 perfect starfish that he personally adopted. <laughs> what a guy. Maybe he's the hero this whole time and we're the villains. No, he, he's a bad guy. He's, he's very loud at odd hours of the day and also He supports. ruins our podcast. And <laughs> supports Blue Lives Matter. Okay, anyway, we can read these emails now. Now that we got spicy. I, I'm going to get my shot while you start this. So as I said previously, we have three emails. First one is from, it's an update from our friend in Meldraxis, Girl Learner. I, again, will just do the translation this time. I'm sorry. Okay, and the translation reads, What do you think? My date seemed impressed. Thank you for steering me in the right direction. Mwah. Undead kiss. And then he attaches a... Nice little picture of himself, an undead male, appears with a pink beret and the stylish half-sexy glasses that a librarian would wear that are gold. I think it's a very good look, and um, we did it. Honestly, I think this is like the start of our advice podcast uh, era, I guess. He's giving me real, like, Greenwich Village vibes. I'd I'd hang out with this guy. I mean, of course, he's a very nice gentleman, so I'd hang out of him, hang out with him regardless. But just seeing Gerlerner on the street, I'd be like, that's a guy who knows what's up. I'm getting big, big like art historian vibes from Gerlerner. Look smart, play smart, be smart. You know play who school. else he looks like <laughs> is uh the PJ's girlfriend from Extremely Goofy Movie. Uh, that's a reference that's too deep. I don't remember PJ ever having a girlfriend because PJ's a big <sighs> loser. <laughs> okay. I'll take my extremely goofy movie knowledge and go to the garage. I'm going to have to watch it and report back next week. No, I'll put it don't. in my calendar. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm all for Goofy getting his dick wet and I'm glad PJ gets a girlfriend, but the rest <laughs> of that movie is trash. I'm pretty sure I started it and I went, this isn't good. And then I stopped no, it. <laughs> it is even worse that it is a follow up to the perfect uh, Goofy movie. To clarify, is this the one where they go to college? Yes, this is the one where they go to college and Goofy also goes to college. And Max does goes to the extreme game, but Goofy gets into the fraternity except for him. And then Goofy also dates the librarian. So weird. Why would they? Anyway, what's the next email? I can't think about this. Go, okay, go, our second disco deck. <laughs> our second email is a follow up for from Growlinkinos, and they say juice. Who juice is good for thinking, good for sparring. You want I get juice? And then attaches this very, very haunting photo of a uh, Kyrian steward. Very uh, which, evil. Which I assume, I assume is Growlinkinos himself. I, I, we have nothing to assure this, but <laughs> I assume this is a self-portrait. But it's honestly terrifying. It's grayscale, except for the fact that Growlinkinos, I think, this, yeah, as you said, we were assuming this is Growlinkinos. His eyes are glowing red. He is carrying a bottle of juice in one hand and Growlina's severed head in the other. The very life taken from her eyes as they are blackened with her own ichor. Um, I will post this and um, also the picture of Girl Learner on Twitter for you guys to see. But this is a very haunting picture. And um, are you okay, Growlinkos? I, I don't know if you are. <laughs> Honestly, if that's truly what he looks like, and if they truly exist as a Torghast big owl mob, the answer is no, because fuck those things. They're so mean for no reason. They hurt so bad. I can see them being ruthless beheaders. I just want to say, Grelinkinos, I have nothing against you. 
Uh, you know, sometimes Growl runs her mouth and she's got to get put in her place. Just throw her in the ditch, please, so she can find all her parts to come back. I've been running around for 45 minutes and I don't want to take the res sickness. I'm also proud of us because for once in our lives, when we said we're going to upload something, we actually did it to the Twitter. Good job, <laughs> us. We're doing it. Well, yeah, no, like literally our track record for posting things that we say that we're going to post online is probably sub 500, like less than 50% for sure. <laughs> it's pretty bad. All right. Next one. What do we got? Our last email is from our boy Heavy from Dogs with Jobs. It is titled Diablo 3 Explained. He specifies that I don't need to read his entire description about why people still play Diablo 3 because it is very lengthy. He like basically writes a several paragraph essay about why people still play Di- Diablo 3. He definitely was a Diablo 3-niac uh, back in the day. Maybe even currently. I can I can tell the passion in his words. I will say we did read it and we do understand why people played Diablo 3. But we will not read it on the podcast because I don't want to talk about Diablo 3 on the podcast. No, but it was very enlightening. Thanks, Heavy. But he also adds a few other tidbits here at the end of it. Um, I'll start here. He says, anywho, you guys also explained why the fuck there are shoes in the road. I've literally spent too much time thinking about how shoes or clothes are on the highway, but I guess it makes sense. Our hero leaf blower man should be sexiest NPC of the week. Yes, slide. He counts because he's not a playable character. I've seen this this happen with like people calling uh, human beings NPCs, and I do agree. I do think some human beings can be one hundred percent NPCs. They act in irrational ways, like blowing the sidewalk when there's no leaves, and someone's recording a podcast, a very popular podcast nearby. So Mark is an NPC. I don't think he's sexy, though. I have seen a picture of Mark. Uh, He's kind of like Newman's slightly less hefty brother. Newman. I think that adds up. But Heavy continues, Justice for Tapartos, the Diablo franchise, and the nipple of the jailer. (laughs) I don't think Tapartos needs justice. There was a fan vote. You could have submitted him before in the past two ones. Also, or you could submit him was, again for the 3.0. <laughs> also, that was Tapartos. He says Tapartos, who is a man I don't even know. <laughs> Fair. I, I thought I would like be the autocorrect here, but he continues on to say, P.S. I want you guys to know that I spend a not insignificant amount of time in Oribos doing slash tar Gralina. Oh, sorry. Gralina trying to get interviewed it is my eternal quest well that's where you fucked up heavy i mean i'm around corthia a fair amount growlina is now what you have spelled there is growlina her cousin the level 32 death knight and she hasn't been out of Stormwind in months maybe you should go over there to find her you gotta add that second invisible eye is you gotta add that that's that spooky extra eye that's It's been so long, I forgot. It's a thing I need to do. And he finishes off by saying that he was going to send this email to NavaraCoffin at gmail.com, but he listened back like a hundred times and he's not sure if it's right. And also these emails are your own making because in a recent episode, you guys said that I, the listener, am the fourth co-host of this podcast. That's it till my rant next week, LOL. (laughs) 100% true because this this has filled so much time. Look at that. You're basically a co-host at this point. You are. There you go. You write long. If you do write long enough emails, that'll be the show. It'll just be the heavy email episode. No, no, no. We will cut it like we did the the Diablo. So don't say that because we will cut it down if we need to. (laughs) To be fair, the only reason we cut it is because he gave us permission to. Because as we've always said, if you send us anything, we will read it on the podcast. And we have stood by that. I'll start reading it and I'll summarize it. I It's fine. Also, if you have any emails to send to me, you can address them to navarracoffin at gmail.com. That's N-A-V-A-R-R-A coffin at gmail.com. I've already received hundreds, if not thousands. I haven't checked uh, in a while. They keep piling up, demanding slide, slide the monster to. segment to come back. <laughs> Slide had to put his phone in the other room because this thing was just throughout the entirety of the pre-production meeting from the sheer multitude of emails he's receiving. Also, by the way, have you spelled the email address correctly? I think that would work. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was correct. Well, that's all the emails we got. So thanks. Growl, Growl, are you there? Yes. Growlinicos tried to take me down, but I'm still here. He ain't got shit on me. Anyways, c- come over here. I- I'll turn on some music and then talk. Here I come. Well, hello there, listening audience. Growl here with my friend Denzel, just enjoying some matches here at the old Theater of Pain. Zell, my man, when you think we're gonna get some fresh blood in the stinky pit? What do you mean? Like, when are we gonna get some new things to fight? There's the dragon, the big lady, the volcano man. I want more! Ah, yes, I see what you mean now. I will admit there's a certain lack of variety when it comes to the pit bosses. Maybe it's just the best they can do right now. Times are tight, you know. Don't I know it. But if you had your way, who or what would be put in the battle dome? Well, if we can do who, then I would want Ronin, LOL. Hmm, an odd pick. What has motivated this? He's a prick, and I want to kill him myself, LOL. Well, I'll make sure a certain Windrunner sister doesn't hear that one. Until next time, everyone, it's been Growl. Glad to see you're safe, Growlina. Now just make sure you don't watch out for that owl-shaped statue behind you. <laughs> I'm sure it's nothing. Boy, howdy, I fucking wish. So this week is a killer, killer Mythic Plus week. You you guys, you fuckers gotta get out there. Get in here. Friday, if you're in Uno Mas, which is literally like, I don't like a fuck ton of you. Uh, I'm trying to plan. Just I want everyone to try to run some kind of keys on Friday. I don't know how many tanks or healers we're going to have. The answer is probably two tanks and two healers. <laughs> but uh, just push some keys because this week is so fucking easy. It's a good week. And I feel like we as like key running groups have hit our stride. We are blowing up 14s. We are blowing up 15s. But right before this recording, we two, two chested a 15. Like, who Damn. are we? Like, Immune just casually has a 17 Halls of Atonement in his bag. And, like, I know that the scaling is, like, I think, like, what? Like, isn't a 20 where, like, a 16 is? Or, like, a, like like where a 16 from last season is? Like, the scaling is really weird from, like, last season to this season. I, I think the 17 is going to, like, slap us real hard, though, if we do try it. <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, like we just we're just running keys. Get out there, like it's it's explode. No, not it's volcanic. I always want to call volcanic explosive. They need to change the color on one of them. I don't know. It's also funny because not only do you confuse their names, you also confuse them as an affix altogether. Because I saw you earlier wild charge towards one of the volcanoes to try to pop it as if it was an explosive. Well, after fucking running so many explosive dungeons, I just, I see a, a ball of fire and I'm like, I'm going to charge to it. And what's funny is that I don't think I can even wild charge two volcanoes, but I specifically wild charge to a minion next to the volcano so I could hit it. So I took an extra step in that process to try to kill it. <laughs> but then the other affix is bursting, which... Just manage your ads well, or just bring a priest and masses spell. Bring two priests and masses spell everything, and fuck it. Kill whoever you want. Bring three priests, and I mean, just bring just bring five priests. That's all you need. Just a box of priests. Just pray. Pray to the Lord. Just pray nine times, and then baby Gigius will just, just disappear. Oh, no. Uh, and then Aaron, you ran your first, your first big, I big did. key of I the season. I ran my first big key of this season, and in like the last six months. Yeah, I, I, I didn't realize that when I, when we brought you to that fourteen, that you hadn't done a key that had, well, a, had that had tormented like at yeah, all. Like I had, you were just I had not in there. done a key. The last 
thing I had done was our very tumultuous two at the beginning of the season on alts with Cubbybub and Adorno, which <laughs> fucking what's his face? Parts master magic guy really he handed us our asses for two hours and then we had to disappear because Adorno needed to eat spaghetti. It was definitely not a two. It was like an eight, I think. It was but not. It, it was a. Well, maybe, it was, maybe a it was a four or five. It I was mean, a like, three. It, it had, we were on. It alts. had an affix though. It had an affix or two though, for sure. I don't. I was on. I was on my resto druid though, so I don't. It was definitely like a, it was a, definitely above a four, four or above. It's a, a three. We could solo at that part. Like Pull the right? tape back. <laughs> I hope everyone was recording that. We just need to hit the blue guys harder. Alts happen, and now we're fucking blowing shit up on our mains. Honestly, my alt, Alan, Alan can tank some shit if he really needed to. I'd like to see it. No. Only if I really, really needed to. Like, only if like there was the like, only spot left was for a tank. Then, yeah, I guess I could do it, maybe. So, with, with 15s and 14s being so easy, 15 is still... All you have to do to get the mount, correct? Like, I know you need to do a 15 on both of the different Aphexes, but that's the level that you need to aspire to, correct? Technically, you need to get a 15 fortified and tyrannical on every single dungeon, or you could, like, do a 16 of something and then, like, a lower version of another thing, mix and match, but it needs to basically average out to about a 15 overall. Yeah, so like I I've, I've been stooping and I saw I saw Heavy's Raider IO. Heavy has gaps where he hasn't even done a certain dungeon at a level. But because they're pushing like 17s and 16s, you can like outweigh the score if you do high enough keys to like throw the balance like way off mm. the board. Yeah, which is interesting. I feel like yeah, as we said this is a really good push week, so I feel like this weekend is for the keys. Because yeah, I don't think, like, other weeks are not going to be as nice. You just get one mean Aphex that you can't handle. Like, good fucking luck. Like, ter- like imagine tyrannical bolstering this week. Fuck that. No, thank you, ma'am. That's my least favorite combo because it effectively makes it tyrannical and fortified at the same same week, which is stupid. Who wants that? Not me. So how how did the powers feel, Aaron? How how did you feel when you had to choose your Torgas powers on the fly for that first like two times? Well, the powers are interesting enough. I'm like, wowzer, zowzer, can't wait to get some cool ones. But the thing is, the raid has beaten me down so much that I'm like, well, I can't get anything cool because I don't want to endanger anyone. So I had three powers that increased my mastery by 10%. Welcome to the Mythic Plus Apex season, because that's literally it. However, if you ever do one again, which you will, always take Volcano. I don't even know if it's even the best. I think it has. It's so much fun. It, it, It makes them jump into the air constantly. Yeah, Aaron, it's basically that one that you always get in that like, proper. I was just proper, about to say, the fire juggler are you telling you me that it's a fire juggler? Because you know I'm on that shit. Yeah, it's like a fire juggler, but like instead of a knock back, they get knocked up and they have a baby. And then they get to meet Seth Rogen and Jay Brunchel. <laughs> <laughs> I've come to ruin your life. Uh, the name's Zach and to ruin your life. I don't know if I can do this today, guys. Another reference he doesn't get from a movie he hasn't seen. You put your peen peen in Catherine Heigl? Isn't she kind of (laughs) old? Don't say that. I mean, anyway, that's basically the same thing as the Torghast powers that you get in Mythic Plus. Like, they're going to be boring. They're going to be the same picks every time. Sometimes, if it's a certain dungeon, you one person probably doesn't need to get Volcano. Honestly, maybe two of you don't have to get Volcano. But it just feels so good to see them jump constantly that, like, I will never not grab it now. Especially on the weeks when the ad, like when it's a hard ad week, like when last week was was bolstering, right? So that made it easier to deal with them, even though we normally run with like five druids anyways. So it's like, I wish that that they would buff the um the defensive ones. It's so boring that everyone just takes a stone ward 
like just immediately like 20% shield yes of course like the leech one and the other one whatever it even fucking is they don't exist like no one if you take them you're an idiot you're not, you're not, you're not an idiot but it's well it's I might have taken option. them but you <laughs> after we killed that guy you ran up and grabbed my shoulders with your furry feet and said grab <laughs> stone ward and I said oh, oh, he knows what he's doing I guess I'll do that it's the best. It's so much better than anything else that, like, it's just, it's pointless to grab the other ones, which is sad. Like, they should all be equal options, which I know is hard. You can't make that, that even, but I don't know. Make the other ones fun, at least. Because at this point, like, I've run enough, like, high keys this season where I have my set four that I just, without even looking, I'm just like, yep, this one. I'm like, loose anima, this one. Yep. Um, stone ward, this one. Um, I guess I'll give everyone else some movement speed. And then I'm like, uh, more rat uh, harness, more rat harness. Mana. Gotta grab that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. F- give me five mall rat harnesses right now. That one, when I make food that three mall rats show up, that's definitely useful. That also brings me to my next point is that I hate I absolutely hate transitioning from Raid to Mythic Plus to Torghast because I need to change my shards out. I need to, I need to, you need to buy the extractor. You need to use the extractor on your gems. Pull the gems out. Oh, you're going to Raid? Okay, put these ones in. Oh, you're going to the dungeon? Put these ones in. Don't fucking forget or your DPS is fucked. Welcome to Do Not Relent, episode 139, a.k.a. a podcast where we talk about how much we fucking hate these shards of domination, because they are god-awful. They're my least favorite thing I've ever experienced in this goddamn game. My big thing, and I just found this out recently, you can use your little extractor, your little shoehorn there, to get them out without going to like the gem menu. You just use the item on the object and it takes it out. But to put it in, you need to go to the gem menu. (laughs) I don't want to go to the gem menu. Just let me, especially when it's these things that are easily taken in and out. Just let me take my thing and hover over the other one and just put it in. I don't know if it's just me being a fucking idiot, but literally every single time I need to socket anything or use a gem of anything, I always mess up. I'm like, is it shift left? Is it shift right? Is it control? What is it? It takes me like five or six tries every time. Every time I hope that it was hot fixed and I will take the gem and I'll try to put it into the item without opening that gem menu just to hope that maybe this time it'll work. It never works. I have to open the gem menu with shift click is what I think. But like, I, is it control? Oh, man, I don't know. Uh, is it Then is it shift left or right slide? Hmm. Okay, my final guess. Okay, my God, this is actually really hard not being in the menu to so like see it. Hang on. Okay, I can't hit it. Or I might fuck up audacity. My final guess is shift. Oh, my God. Shift right click. It is shift right click. I was going to say, I don't fucking know the answer. I, I just told I, you I don't yeah, know the answer. I, I know. I know because I do it fairly often. It is sh- shift right click. Oh, is that Adam Sandler's new movie? Shift click? Is it the sequel to click? Oh, he can't oh, make. But is it he shift can't, left click or shift right click? He can't make. Uh, well, I was about to say in these days. Well, I don't know about Adam Sandler, but I know his good friend Rob Schneider is definitely doing a shift right click. All right, because he's the, anti-vax and is a weird alt-right guy. Rob Schneider is anti-vax? Rob Schneider is anti-vax. He has the nerve to be that hideous and that non-talented to be anti-vax? Are you fucking kidding me? Yes, it was a big thing the day that he announced it because everyone's like, how is Rob Schneider going to be anti-vax when he's just a disease that lives inside Adam <laughs> yeah. Sandler's career? <laughs> Also, there was a whole saga of, like, Aaron having, like, a tweet that blew up for all the wrong reasons this week while we're talking about <laughs> fucking anti-vasks, anti-mask and anti-vaxxers. Jesus. The worst part about that was the joke would have been so much better if I did not include Carrie Underwood's name in it. Because if it was just maybe she'll think next time she tweets, that would have been so much better. But I was like, no, I got to get this shit on trending. I got to get people mad. And I got a lot of robots mad. Rob Schneider retweeted this. 
The good news is Taliban says you need to show your proof of vaccine or negative COVID test for all beheadings. Why am I so shocked that Rob Schneider is like this? Like, on paper, it makes sense. But holy shit, Rob, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, all I'm going to say is everyone fucking get vaccinated if you aren't already. God, fucking wear please, a mask again. please like, get vaccinated and just just be safe. God, if you don't get vaccinated, you're just as bad as Rob Schneider. If that's not enough to be compared to Rob Schneider, then something is truly wrong with you. If you don't get vaccinated, your close personal friend will not invite you to do Grown Ups 2 because he forgot. I just want to transition back to WoW here and say that not once, but like twice, possibly three times in a row this week, three days in a row, there was that fucking Corthia quest where you had to fucking make those critter no. grommets happy. No, and, that's a bad uh, one, but I got something to say after that one. And I had to do it this week on my hunter because i didn't realize this but gronk said it in guild chat that the rewards that you get are randomized somewhat so like my night fey t-mog shoulders were tied to that quest Mm -hmm. and i had to do it because i like the shoulders were cool i wanted them yeah i had to spend like fucking 45 minutes taming these critters yeah, Cubbybub was doing it too during while I was doing raid. Or actually, I think it was while we were doing our Mythic Plus. And she was turning to me and she said, Aaron, I don't know what to do. This is impossible. I want those shoulders. I was like, well, all I can tell you is it's not impossible. Like, I have done it, but it is annoying. It took me so long. And after I finally finished it in Guild Chat, I was like, y'all... I'm not even going to lie. This is probably the hardest thing I've done in WoW this week. (laughs) I want to talk about fucking today. We had this one, and I don't know if I haven't been playing and it snuck up on me, where there are just balls of anima in the air, and you have to jump and use wings to get them. But you can't use the wings from the ground, so you got to, like, use your hand like a claw to jump up and get them. And it was just weird and repetitive. It was like, I don't know. Who designed this one? This had to be yeah, a bottom and, of the barrel one. Right? And like when you're in the air with the wings too, you can't even like steer or anything. Yeah. You're just going in the same direction that you were going in. So you at best can maybe line it up beforehand and get two of the orbs. But most of the time it's just one at a time. It's really slow and repetitive and annoying. And yeah, I I hated that one too. But like still done with that one in like 10% of the time it fucking took me to get these critters. These quests kind of suck. <laughs> Pick some. It's just it's just weird because it's I don't know. I hate to be like, just keep it simple. But like they're trying all of these wild and crazy things on variations of like, well, instead of picking up critters, now you got to tame them instead of just picking up orbs on the ground. Now you got to jump and be weird and pick them up. And it's just like this isn't more fun than just picking up in the ground. It's more it's it just takes more time. (laughs) <laughs> just please just give me these other things so I can get my little experience and move on in life. But while we're talking about Corthia quests, I also just want to say myself personally, I think Aaron as well, like realized this week, some of the things that like the reasons why people are grinding out both death's advance and the archivist knowledge reputations are for all the like max level exalted rank six things that you get from them, whether that be sockets, which you get from, I think rank six of the archivist or I don't, I did not know about this until side told me about this, Aaron. Did you know that when you're exalted with death's advance, there is a vendor right by like the primus and all this. <laughs> and he sells you some Tmog sets. Um, I did not know excuse this. Excuse me, sir. Pleb one. It's a girl. It's a female Draenei. And two, yes, I just bought my mount from her today. (laughs) So 
I don't know if like I just never saw her because like I feel like this is prime area where random people are just standing you, on their big mounts. Do you have the th- the extractor for your crystals? Yes, I do, but that's from Bonesmith Hymir, and oh, that's a separate I thought, vendor. I thought she sold it. Never mind them. Yeah, those are two separate vendors. But you're you're right that like the other Death's Advance Center is a female that looks like a Draenei, but I think it's actually a night elf, maybe. Hmm. But it's like a death knight night elf, maybe. I'd have to see again. But yes, I am aware of her. I did buy uh a large version of like the Corthea Badgers for a mount today. So you guys, so you knew about her, but you didn't know about the shit that the dude in the cave could give to you? No, because the dude in the cave sucks. I double, hate him. Double plebs over here, not doing their research. So I just want to say... Fuck that, you, like, I'm going to go put on pants again. <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you have 15 <laughs> seconds of me not ragging on you. So while Aaron puts on pants, I just want to say that, like, I kind of gave up on trying to particularly grind out research because once I saw that basically you needed to be rank six and renowned like 70 to have your gear upgraded to like 230, I figured it was not worth it because we're doing a bunch of other content where you get a lot better gear than that. And that's on me. I didn't really look more into it and realize that when you are rank six with the archivists, you also can max out your conduits and get sockets for your gear. So I should have been grinding Corthia a little harder, but I also do want to say that you should probably get a little more research for doing the Corthia dailies every single day. As opposed to just killing all the rares and looting chests. I mean, I have done Corthia's dailies every single day since it's been there. And I'm still just rank 4. Because there are days when I just do the dailies. And I don't do a whole lot of, like, searching for chests or killing rares. Or going into the upside down or whatever the fuck it's called. I've been I would this. agree. I... I'm pretty sure I've said you had to do this stuff on the podcast. I knew you had to do it, but... I would do like the ones that were around while I was doing my dailies and then I would not like stick around. Also, I just want to say like half the dailies give you anima and I don't need that. I've <laughs> I've had to start buying back plates or I did it once or twice. I just bought back plates just to get rid of anima to put anima in my thing. And now I've just started putting it in the bank. So in like two weeks, I'm going to be that guy like um at Wow, watcher Ian Hazakostis, what's going on with this? With like three tabs full of anima nodules. You bought all your mounts and transmog and stuff? Yes, I have bought everything from them other than one staff transmog that doesn't look any different. You know, it's crazy. So I was, I, was, I was sitting to the starting zone and they were kind of talking about this, about how they have like anima stored up. One of the hosts, uh, Spencer, what he's currently doing is he's banking all of his anima and he's going to eventually change covenants and buy all of the other covenant stuff with all the anima he's saved up. And I'm like, Dude, I don't know if that's smart that or crazy. Yeah, carry anim- over? The anima stays with you, or or the anima nodes stay with you. Well, one of the two stays with you, so you can't. But I mean, transfer. does the stuff? So like, Sinfall Gravewing. That's yeah, my mouth. It does. If I go over there, do I still own Sinfall Gravewing? I thought only Venthyr can use it. You will own it, but you can't use it until you have that covenant. But you would own it, so it's an easier way of getting all that stuff to that account and having it bound to it. So. Hypothetically, if on my main I do that crazy ass shit where I just switch covenants and get all the things from all my anima I have stored up, then if I go back to my original Venthyr covenant, but later on I have an alt that is like Necrolord, could I use that mount yes. that I bought? I assume so. Otherwise, he wouldn't be doing it, right? I'm assuming he's doing the. I'm, I'm assuming that he's done all this research, and the answer is yes. Otherwise, he wouldn't be doing it, right? I'm assuming. I don't know. I also think other people change covenants a lot more than I would ever be willing to, because I'm very committed to the Venthyr priests that I have going on here. Like, I like them. I like hanging out with them. And also, the concept of starting over just makes me so sad. I wouldn't want to do that. 
Yeah, I don't want to. I, I would feel like I'm betraying my people who I like. But speaking of Corthia, we have a sexiest NPC of the week who lives <laughs> in Corthia, who you may have or you may not have, depending on your luck. Yes. I'm talking about a user submitted NPC from Drag Race, our homie in the guild, the listener of the pod. And this week's listener submitted Sexiest NPC of the Week from several weeks ago, but you know. We're we're finally. I was gonna say this, it back. this boy's been this boy's been pickling. He got suggested a month ago, and just now are we finally ready for all his sexual energy? And we're talking this week. We got Chompy, the pet that you get from Corthia. Ooh. I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it right now. Chompy's got some D S L A T. Dick sucking lips and teeth. A lot of him is teeth. Honestly, the this model is basically just a hole with wings and slimy teeth. So take that as you will, listeners. Have you guys gotten this pet from Corthia Dailies? No, I have not. I thought it was I thought it was a reward just for uh Necrolords. So I did get this, although thinking about it, it might have been from the salt. No, I don't remember exactly. I got it from Corthia Daily, so anybody can get it. And it moves so disgustingly. The way that it flaps its wings and opens its mouth, its animations are horrid in a beautiful, sexy way. <laughs> you know, it's, it's one of those... Uh... One of those kinks things. It just it, it comes from being scared, but being aroused at the same time. It's like that one movie that everyone used to talk about. Teeth. teeth. As a teeth. heterosexual man, I was so afraid of teeth for so long. And maybe I'm channeling some of that into uh, right now. I love teeth. Great movie. Seen it ten times. Fantastic. Funny as fuck. Also, honestly... They had it coming. Can, can we talk yeah, about no, Chompy? Every, everyone who died in teeth had it coming. <laughs> but also, still, I just think about it, and I hold my little wiener and go, ooh! Now, I have a question, though. Is Chompy a nippler? No. no. You can walk around him. He's yeah, a pet. But we, you can walk around the eye of the jailer. We have an asterisk next to nippler. What, because you campaign for him, but no. Well, I, I, I love Chompy. Chompy. I think he, I think he's hot. I'd love to caress his orbular form and wings in bed, but no, he's not a nippler. Also, I feel like it's an unspoken rule that to be a nippler, you have to be a boss encounter. Yeah, I'm just saying, you have to be able to beat me up. Chompy came at me the other day. I slapped him down. I showed him his place. Oh, shit, but he's a battle pet, so is he a nippler to other people and their <laughs> battle pets? Oh, when, no. when Preppy Jim goes on the battlefield, is he a nippler to him? Oh, my God. Whoa. If anything, Chompy's more of a ball sack, or, sorry, one testy. Like, it's very, it's very testicular shaped and textured. I don't like it. I love it. He is very vascular, and I'll leave, I'll leave it at that. He's a real... Veiny, flappy, bitey boy, and what he and I do behind closed doors is spicy. None of your business. And now with that, as a congrats, Chompy, your sexiest NPC of the week, potentially the year, whenever we do it again. Oh. Now it's time for a top two, bottom boot, medium moot. Aaron, what do you got? This week, I have myself a top two. After being inspired by my fellow co-host, Immunization, who completed his Corthia timeline and got exalted with Death's Advance, and I'm like, wow, when's that happened to me? And he goes, ha never. 
I have <laughs> grinded it out and gotten exalted with Death's Advance. Congratulations. You're exalted. Yeah, it's great. And now I am doing a bunch of Maw Quests because I got to grind out that Stygia for the first time in my life so that I can buy the dresses and the T-Mog and the mount, it, I think. If you grind it, you get a lot of Stygia from dailies. You just have to find the time to do it instead of your other dailies in Gorthia. Because, like, not gonna lie, I have not done my Maw dailies in probably almost a fucking Today year at this point. Today was the first time that I have taken the blue quest from... Venari, and yeah, probably like seven months. Oof. Eventually I want to, though, because she has like that really sick-ass mount in her Paragon bag. But that was... That, those are my adventures. Slide, what is your TTBBMM? I got a bottom boot. Boot. Oh, no. And my boot... I still really fucking hate domination shards. Why can't we just have items that we can socket into our regular gear? So once you hit rank six with the archivist, you can buy sockets. Apparently, you can socket your dom gear if you have it in a slot that's socketable. And you can socket it still with regular sockets. Or can you not? That's the question hmm. that I don't have an answer to. That I've seen people say yes and no. What the I would fuck imagine is it? you might be able to, because I remember you could add sockets right? to legendary stuff, so it makes sense on non-legendary stuff, even if it's like this weird specific item. So would it be like double socketed, like how you used to do like Burning Crusade gems? I haven't you, you'd seen ta- that. You take your gems and be like your shoulder, you'd be like, "Ooh, Baka, you're putting it in the wrong hole. That's my <laughs> dumb hole." And that that's literally what it would say, though. And so I'm just. I like the idea. I think it was executed poorly. It could have been executed so much better. And I know they're hiring. So hire me and I'll tell you how you should do these goddamn gems. Call me. I'm, I'm Jeff Kaplan Jr. I have I'm from a guild that has great ideas. Oh, OK. I'm sure that'll get them. Yeah, that's my pitch. <laughs> I'm Jeff Kaplan Jr. What about you? I mean, you your top two bottom boot, medium boot. Okay, so we already ranted on this, so it doesn't need a whole lot of further explanation, but my bottom boot this week is the fucking Critter quest in Corthia, how it was literally the hardest thing I had to do this week, because literally, for no reason at all, these critters would just be scared away, and I don't even think it was just like people running by them, I think there's just a random chance for them running away at any given point when you have to feed them like five or six of their treats in a row and then also it's a random chance about how many of these fucking razor wings are gonna come down and try to attack so like literally you could have you could fight like five razor wings i had just for it to run away (laughs) at the end i had a few where i had to fight four razor wings and then it would leave and i just screamed into a pillow like i was a teenage girl Oh, same. So this quest literally took me 40 minutes just so that I could fucking get my night face shoulders. Do I regret doing it? No, those shoulders are bomb. Do I re- am I regretful on behalf of Blizzard for making this quest? Yes. Just kill the quest until you fix it and put the other ones in rotation. Fuck that one. No. No, but we got it like two or three days in a row this week out of nowhere. Like this is the first week we had it, right? We had it two weeks in a row, two weeks ago, yeah. Or, no, we had it last week, and it came up again next week. Yeah, so, but, but like, this week in particular, we had it two or three days in a row. That's just so stupid. All right, well, that's it for us. If you have any comments, questions, complaints, you can send us an email at donotrelentpod at gmail.com. You can tweet at us on Twitter at donotrelentpod. You can send me personal emails at navaracoffin at gmail.com. That's N-A-V-A-R-R-A coffin at gmail.com. Leave us your review. Craft Radio, follow us on Spotify. I <laughs> miss Warcraft so Radio reviews. Come on, give us another one. Come yeah, on. Yeah, make Aaron do two shots for it. Except I Come think on. everybody, they already give us reviews. So like, they can't make more accounts. They can, but that's heavy. All right, what about you guys? Where can they find you on the internet? You 
can find me, Alex or Immunization, on the Twitter at New Era Alex, or you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Do Not Relent. You can also follow our uh, me on Twitch at Immunization DNR. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at the Big Cheesy at Twitter.com. Read our literary musings at do not relent.livejournal.com. And you can find myself streaming at twitch.tv slash Aaron DNR. Thanks for the, the gang that's come out to the last couple streams. Sorry that the Sonic Adventure one, you couldn't hear us. When you Sonic Adventure was loud, we didn't know it was that loud. Is that one with uh, Big the Cat? That is one with the Big the Cat. Yeah, boy. Uh, you'll eventually be seeing our epic Big the Cat stream. Except that both Cubby Bub and I know how to do it, so you won't see us rage. It'll just be like, and begin. I got him. Well, quick side note at the end of the episode, Slide's details name is Big the Cat. Yep. Nobody can see it, but other people in the guild. Makes me sad. Froggy. That's me. All right. Well, that's it. If you guys... Oh, wait, no. I must have the email thing again. All right, we're out of here. froggy? And remember... Another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. <laughs>